...and exactly what Constantine and his video were actually supposed to represent. These same people would start to investigate the supposedly dead man and his story. Yet for many others, they had heard and seen all they needed to unequivocally make up their minds. But Russia and the rest of the world would never discover that Constantine was actually a fledgling actor from Latvia. His wounds and emaciation, the result of clever makeup and professional lighting. After shooting his piece, he'd washed up, removed all elements of his disguise, and had a nice lunch at, of all places, the Russian Tea Room on 57th Street in New York, spending part of the $50,000 he'd been paid to do the shoot. Since he also spoke Spanish and possessed dark good looks and a chiseled body, his chief ambition now was to win a major role in a Latino soap opera. Meanwhile, the world would never be the same. Nicholas Creel leisurely finished his Bombay sapphire and tonic and put on his jacket. He was going for a walk. Actually, normal people went for walks. Billionaire corporate chieftains traveled high above the rabble. As he looked out the chopper window on the short ride across the Hudson to Jersey, the skyscrapers below reminded him of how far he'd come. Creel had been born in West Texas, an area so big and barren with a seemingly endless flatness that it was said many who called it home were unaware there was any other place to live, or at least any way to get there. Creel had spent exactly one year of his life in the Lone Star State before moving to the Philippines along with his Army Sergeant Daddy. From there, seven other countries had followed, bang, 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 until Creel's father was deployed to Korea and promptly blown to ash in what the Army later described as an unfortunate logistical snafu. His widowed mother had remarried, and years later, college followed for Creel, where he earned an engineering degree. After that, he cobbled together enough funds for an MBA run, but petered out after six months, choosing instead to learn the ropes in the real world. The one valuable lesson his soldier daddy had taught him was that the Pentagon purchased more weapons than anyone and overpaid for every single one of them. Creel had spent the next several decades building what was now the largest defense conglomerate in the world, the Ares Corporation, According to Forbes magazine, he was the 14th richest person on the planet, with over $20 billion to his name. Ares's global marketing and lobbying budget was $3 billion per year. For that mammoth sum, there wasn't a major country with defense dollars to spend that didn't hear the message over and over again. We are strong. We stand by you. We keep you safe. We keep you free. We are the only thing standing between you and them. There was no country on earth that could withstand that sort of heart-pumping message Creel had found. The way the commercials were scripted, it was like the mighty Ares Corporation was giving the weapons away out of patriotic fervor instead of eternally being over budget and behind schedule. Yet things were changing. People, it seemed, were growing tired of war— the attendance at the enormous trade conventions Ares put on annually had fallen for five years in a row. Now Ares's marketing budget was bigger than its net income. 
That revealed only one truth. People weren't buying what Creel was selling. So he was currently sitting in a nice room in a building owned by his company. The big man sitting opposite him was dressed in jeans and combat boots, looking like a grizzly bear minus the fur. Creel didn't shake hands. It started, he said. I've seen Comrade Constantine. The man could not resist a smirk when he said this. They should just award him the Oscar now. Sixty Minutes is doing a story on it this weekend, along with every other news magazine. The idiot Goshkov's making it easy on us. What about the incident? You're the incident, Creel pointed out. It worked before without boots on the ground. I'm not interested in wars that stop at a hundred days or devolve into glorified gangland street fights. That doesn't even pay the light bill, Caesar. Give me the plan and I'll...